0: Yes, you can open up with prayer, right? we right?
1: We're gonna start before seven. We'll go ahead and open with prayer. Yeah, now. you
0: can start with prayer. Now it be seven by the time you get through praying anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm trying to be and then you well, say well. the renity prayer when you get through.
1: Okay. Like <laughs> Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you on uh, this evening. We honor you, God. You've been good. You've been gracious and merciful to us all day long. And so, Lord, we appreciate you for who you are and all that you've done and what you're yet doing for us. Thank you that that we can depend on you to heal us, to shelter us, protect us, cover us. God, in the name of Jesus, we just uh, thank you for your power and your might. And we just trust you, God, in all things. For you are our all in all. For truly it is in you that we live and move and have our being. God, we know that there is no one like you nowhere. Hallelujah. And we're so grateful, oh God, to be in relationship with you, oh God we thankful for the uh, great privilege and opportunity to look to you today, O oh God. Yes, Lord. O oh God, we thank you that you are God that supply all of our needs, all no matter what needs. they are, God. We
0: thank be you, Be their
1: physical, uh, be their mental, be their emotional needs, be their financial needs. You supply, God, all of our needs. According. And so, God, yes, you uh, supply them, yes, honey, according to your riches and glory yes, Lord. by Christ Jesus. And, God, we appreciate you so much for that. And we want to honor you, oh, God, for who you are. And we come to sit at your feet. And we come to invite you into our meeting on tonight, God. We come, oh, God, for you to to minister to each and every one of us tonight, God. You're able to do that individually, simultaneously, God. Yes, no. And we just thank you because, God, you're the only one that knows exactly what we need in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, God, we just Uh, walk with you. We want you to talk with us, God. Lead us, guide us, God. Help and strengthen us, God, where we're weak. Thank you, Lord. Your word says that at our greatest point of weakness, that's when your strength is made perfect in us. Yes. And so, Father, today we want to thank you, oh God, for your perfect strength, oh God, as we go forth on this evening, oh God, to just share with your people on um, tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: And Amen. God, grant, grant us the, the serenity, serenity
1: to accept the things we cannot change, change the courage to change, change the things we can, and,
0: and the wisdom to know, to know the difference. difference. Amen. 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 Again, I'm Pastor Dana Kennedy of the After Christ Christian Center.
1: And I'm Pastor Pam Kennedy, and I'm also on the ministerial staff at After Christ Christian Center, where our leaders are Pastor Rudolph Ellis and Senior Pastor Lois Ellis, and we do thank God for them on tonight. Thank God uh, that some 30 years ago, uh, we stumbled on up into uh, a Monday night meeting, and we um, and today, now, I have 30 years clean, my husband.
0: 29 years. Amen. 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 And we've been attending this Kingdom Recovery meeting at the After Christ Christian Center, which is a 12-step biblically-based program that we attend on a consistent basis every Monday night at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And since the corona thing came about, we decided to do it on Facebook, and we'll be streaming it on Zoom also. Yes. But uh, Apostle has asked us to do this on a Monday night so we can continue our meeting going. We're not going to let anything hold us back. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And also, we're going to combine it with working the step two of the Narcotics Anonymous program, which reads, honey?
1: Step two. We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity.
0: And in the kingdom recovery, it reads, we believe that through Jesus Christ and uninhibited and true relationship with God the Father, will be, we will be restored along with our sanity, stability, and identity. And my wife and I, we have used both of these meetings to enhance our recovery and our clean time. We uh, the Narcissus Anonymous tells us on a consistent basis to uh, uh, make meetings on a consistent basis, to read the steps, to read the steps and read the traditions. So that's what we do. And we decided to combine them. And we did the first step last week, which we admitted that we were powerless and that our lives had become unmanageable. Mm -hmm. And in in, uh, Kingdom Recovery, it says we admitted that we were powerless Hold on one minute. Let me get it so i read it exactly right. We admit it without blame that we are powerless and over dysfunctional behaviors and our lives have become unmanageable. So tonight we will be dialoguing about step two. Mm-hmm. And in the Kingdom Recovery book it says this step talks about coming to believe that we could have a right relationship with God the Father who we look at the people we know who have this relationship with God and their lives seem to be so much happier than the lives of those who do not. And that was me uh, some 29 years ago. I was in Narcotics Anonymous. I had been running in and out of the Indiana Narcotic Anonymous program for many years, and finally in 1990, I decided to stay. I made a decision to stay under duress. I had a heart attack in the hospital, and I was... I just got scared straight in the the hallway that night having a heart attack and something said to me, Sucker, if you shoot that dope again, you're going to die. And it wasn't nobody in the hallway but me. And that's when I really started coming to believe that through Jesus Christ, I could be restored to subsequent sanity and stability in my life. And I started seeking this kingdom recovery meeting along with my N.A. meetings, which always tells us to get a god but it don't tell us much about god except for make sure he's loving, caring and sharing. Mm-hmm. And when I ran across apostle Ellis and senior pastor Lois, they were talking these 12 steps and I identified with apostle so much because he came from the same place I came from. Yes. And he was telling me how to stay clean and he was he was telling me about the spiritual aspects of the program. You see I, I couldn't get the spirituality that I wanted just by making meetings. and But when I started to go into church, when I started believing in Jesus Christ, when I accepted the Lord, then my life began to flourish. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, honey, I, I, uh, you know what, I believed that there was God, even when I was using, you know, because he had got me out of so many different scrapes, many near-death experiences, you know. Amen. I knew it was God. Amen that was doing all that for me, but I did not have the ability or I didn't understand that I could be free.
0: Amen. You, Amen. you know what I
1: mean? I knew that that that, that there was a God, but it wasn't until I started making meetings. When I went to my first meeting, though I was tweaking, you know, I looked at about <laughs> 21 shoes under the table, you know, at my first meeting because I had just hit a rock.
0: Amen. But I mean,
1: I was, I was there and people were talking about they were clean and, and everything and getting these key tags. And I'm looking like, yeah, they they getting these key tags. Is this real? You know, I couldn't hardly uh, get it, you know. So I understand uh, in a program where they're talking about this is a program of attraction rather than promotion. You know, I, I, I needed to see something. I needed to, to see that God uh, was really able to get me out of this fix that I was in. And what fix was that? I was crazy on dope. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. That Amen. fix right there. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, that thing had me crazy. I just couldn't see a way out, you know. And so, this step, I love this step because uh, I came to believe not so much in God, pers- but I came to believe that, uh, you know, He could get me out. He could restore my mind. He could give me a life to live, you know, without using drugs, you know, because I don't know about y'all, but see, my life was just like the NA program talk about. It was centered around the getting and the using of drugs, and I mean everything. Whatever, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about whatever it took, you know, the tweaking on the street, pulling my shoes off and knocking them on the curb, all that. I'm talking about going that crazy. I had lost my mind. I don't know about y'all. Some of y'all, maybe y'all didn't lose y'all mind, but I understand when it talks about restore back to sanity because I was literally
0: crazy. Amen. Amen. And and, and another thing is that when I when I did decide to stay in Narcissus in, in, uh, in Anonymous, I began to hear a lot of stuff and I began to watch people that I had watched over the years that came when I came back in the 60s but I never stayed, but they just kept on coming. So, in '90, when I decided to stay, you know, that was a question. Cause believing in God, I was raised to believe in God. But I recall my mother telling, my grandmother telling me, she said, "But you got to get him for yourself." And that never did come to my mind until 1990, when I had that heart attack, and mm-hmm. I began to uh, uh, question. I began to question the God that had kept me all the time, mm-hmm. because it, it says. The question that we may ask ourselves is, will God really work in my life if I do believe? Okay. See, that was the question I began to ask myself. And when I got to this Kingdom Recovery Group, that was the question on the floor. Can you believe that God would do this? Well, can you believe that God raised Christ from the dead? And I said, yeah, well, yeah, I could go for that. It was hard for me to believe because I was going on my own thoughts, my own Insanity. That's what I was operating in. And I operated in it for 40 years. But by the grace of God, I got, I got steadfast and I got studying. I began to listen to what uh, the Word was saying to me through Apostle Ellis and Senior Pastor Lois Ellis and even my wife because she was going to that meeting long before I was. And uh, she led me there. I went there chasing her. as I as, That was my normal behavior, chasing women. And uh, I I ran across Jesus Christ, and it has been a blessing in our lives for some 28 years now. Mm-hmm. Step stu- This study will help us to better understand and believe that Jesus has provided us a way to have this relationship with God, together with all the benefits that result from it. There are humongous benefits when even in NA, if you would just. Go somewhere and worship a God. The book in a book tells you to get a God of your own understanding. And they don't say uh everybody go to a Christian church. They just say get a God because people from all different religions come to the NA program, and the NA program is centered so people that can get clean, get their mind. Get the cloudiness out Mm -hmm. of their head and choose their God. And I just, I'm under persuasion that, that, that Jesus Christ is my God. He's, He's my all in all. But you know, you got, I I got Muslim friends. I got a lot of friends that go to another persuasion and I don't knock them. You know what I'm saying? They just do what they do. But they stay clean. And that's what this is all about. That's what the Narcotics Anonymous program is about. They want everybody just to get clean. And then you can find your own way. Yeah, you, can get freedom you know what and I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why step yes. two is so important. I came to believe in God. And then when I got to the Kingdom Recovery Group, I came to believe in Jesus Christ. My old behaviors, the old man has to die.
1: Yes.
0: You know what I'm saying? And we just started off talking about drugs. But when I got to Kingdom Recovery, they began to bring out the other things. See, drug is a sin, just like sin is a sin is a sin.
1: Yes.
0: We call it addictions in the natural, in the world. We call it addictions. But there was a humongous amount of addictions that I had lying, cheating, stealing, manipulating. The whole gamut. And I know all of you can identify with that if you own this program right now. Mm -hmm. Because you are identified. You know, and and the relationship began as a result of me hearing certain scriptures. And the scriptures that we stand on, that's... i never forget it because it's been a blessing to me ever since I came to Christ. You know, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Mm-hmm. And behold, all things are become new. And that hit me like somebody had socked me. I mean, sucker punched me. I said to myself, I said, well, it's like any man. That's what caught me, any man. And, and, and I was so wretched. And I was so rotten. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wasn't no earthly good, y'all. And I found how bad I was. I found out how bad I was by... The Narcise Anonymous program and the Kingdom Recovery Group. You know, when I came to Christ and it re- really began to be apparent to me how lost I truly was. And my behavior was insane. I used to say, I'm not insane. I'm just trying to get high. Oh, I'm not insane. I'm just trying to love this girl. She just don't, you know, I had some, my thought was jacked up. But as a result of these steps, as a result of the, the traditions, and as a result of the word of God, he has changed my life humongously. He has changed my wife. We have watched each other grow. You know what I'm saying? We, grow, we, we, we all grow at different rates. But my wife and I have grown with leaps and bounds, and we have growth yet to go. Amen? Amen. I was uh, looking at Isaiah 1, 18 through 20. It says, come now, let us reason together says the Lord. And that's what the Lord said to me in 1990. I don't know when he said it to Pam, but I know he said it to her at some point in time or another, because I know she's a believer and she knows I'm a believer. You know, and he joined us together and God has been mighty awesome in our life as a result of us coming to believe, as a result of the restoration Mm -hmm. that we take no credit for. All we take credit for is the Seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, or the footwork, as the program says, mm-hmm. making a meeting on a consistent basis, 90 meetings in 90 days, and when you finish doing that, make nine a more. You know what I'm saying? So we've been doing that 29 or 30 years, and it has been a blessing to us. Come on, honey.
1: Yes, I, I'm reminded, honey, um, about the... the uh, Prodigal son, right here. <laughs> you know,
0: okay,
1: come on with. <laughs> I'm reminded as we're talking. I, I you know, I put Amen. myself in his shoes. many days, <laughs> I'm reminded of the prodigal son that took all his money, his his inheritance, and he went on and said, "I'm gonna party. I'm gonna party. I'm gonna get high. I'm gonna drink. <laughs> I'm gonna do everything I want to do spend all this money." You know how it is when you when you got money, you can't hold no money if you get high. No. If you if you do crack, I don't care. If you do heroin, if you drink. You're going to drink till it's all gone. You're going to smoke. I know you're going to smoke till it's all gone. You know, and you're going to do heroin till it's all gone. So here he is. He done found himself sleeping with the pigs. <laughs> He's sleeping with the pigs. Now, and you know, he done resulted to animal level. I've been there. I don't know about nobody out there, but I've been there before. Amen, you know, amen. and guess what? I, I have reason to believe you've been there before, too. You may not have gone as low as I went, but, but you've been done you have been, been somewhere uh uh <laughs> along down and through that that down that street somewhere. Amen. Amen. But anyway, while he was there in the pig pen, he he started looking at the pig's food because he was hungry now. He done spent all the money, he ain't got no money. I remember being there too. I I'm hungry and, and I ain't got no money. I'll spend all my money on dope, you know, and now I want something to eat. He's looking at the pig's food now. And all of a sudden, he come
0: to himself. Come to it, He came he to He came believe. to
1: believe. He said, now, I, yes, I, the, I servants, look, the servants at my daddy's house is eating better than
0: this. Amen. I Amen. think
1: I'm going to just go on and go home. That's, that's what I'm going to do. He and he, he came to believe that he could do better. And once he got back to his father, like us, once we get back to our father God, if Amen. we just can make it back to him. If we can get back to God, if we can come on back, he's always there waiting God with open down. arms to receive us back unto himself. You know, but it's a strange thing, isn't it? We always put him at the end of the line. Amen. He's always uh, at our bottom. When we get to our bottom, Damn. there he is. There God is. You finally made it. Huh? Come on. I that's, got you. You know.
0: That's what Revelations 3 and 20 is talking about. He <laughs> says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens this door, I will come in and eat with him, and he with me. Yes. I'm so grateful that I heard that voice. I'm so grateful that I heard that knock. you know you you was talking about the prodigal son and and uh you you mentioned drugs and but you know we have people that gamble like that, oh, you know yeah. we when we talk about addiction uh uh drugs and alcohol are the obvious addictions. But when I got to church, they was talking about sins. And they was talking about different types of sins. And when we look over in the book of Galatians, mm-hmm. and, I, and I looked up them sins, that they were, I think it's about 23 of them. Yeah. And then there's some fruits of the Spirit. I read both of them. I said, well, my God, it's, it's more sin nature things than it is fruits of the Spirit. But I looked them all up, mm-hmm. and they are the they are the things that people are addicted to. You yes. got gambling. You got lying. You got stealing. You got uh, adultery. You got uh, fornication. You got pornography. You got behavior. Masturbation. All
1: kinds of attitudes. All
0: kinds of attitudes. anger, rage.
1: We're addicted to those things. Denial. Babe. Yes. A, a
0: misappropriation of our money. We would be addicted to it. So once you begin to truly believe in God. And stand on this word. And stand on the program that you're in. You know, and the next step we do next week will be the third step. With yes. a, a decision step. But this believing step is one of the most important steps that we can ever encounter. Because after we leave step one and we didn't admit it and we didn't surrender that our life is unmanageable and that mm-hmm. we're powerless. So we come to believe in a power greater than ourselves to lead us up. Out of the room of insanity yes. and restore us in the room of sanity, mm-hmm. stability, and all of that. You know, God is gracious. He's been gracious to us all of these years, and he'll be gracious to you. If you would ask the scripture say, submit to God, resist the devil, and I'll always add a little bit to it, resist yourself, and he'll flee. Because when I, I say resist yourself, because my flesh act up. Y'all, I don't know about y'all.
1: Yeah, we can be our own worst enemy. You know, I haven't
0: yet arrived, but my flesh will act up at the drop of a flesh. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to be very careful and mindful of what's going on in your life because your flesh will act up on you. Pardon me one minute.
1: Yes. While uh, Pastor Dana is doing that, I'm going to read something for us.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: please pardon us if we got a little... uh, uh, shaking going on on our camera, it's okay. Everything's going to be all right.
0: In the moment. Amen.
1: Yes. So here we are. Restoration. This is a part of step two in the living, uh, in the a recovery Bible.
0: Amen. Okay? Amen.
1: It says, in the natural progression of addiction,
0: mm-hmm. life
1: degenerates. In one way or another, many of us wake up one day to realize that we are living like an animal. Mm. How true this is depends on the nature of our addiction. Amen. Some of us may be living like an animal in terms of our physical surroundings. Others of us may be a slave to our animal passions, powerful emotions, that dehumanize us and others so see right there it's not this is talking about more than just alcohol drugs
0: amen we're talking about behaviors
1: and attitudes and lifestyles that we have and some of us ain't never uh have took a drink uh you you know what i mean honey never smoked a joint never took no drug but you know what we can yes we be dehumanized what uh, from powerful emotions this says
0: amen a young
1: amen. man took an early inheritance and that's who I was talking about I was talking about the prodigal son so I won't go back down there and read it it says when he finally though came to his senses he said to himself at home as I stated even the higher uh hired men they you know they eat uh, get enough food to eat, Uh, So, (laughs) amen, I'm not going to tell that story, but but the fact that we are able to recognize our life as degenerate or insane proves that there is hope for a better way of life. We are reminded of times when life was good and we long to have goodness restored. When we turn to God, who is powerful enough to help us build something better, we will discover that his power can restore us to sanity. Amen. I I like this reading. When we turn to God, who is powerful enough, and we're reminded of 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 it says we are reminded of times when life was good. You know, I was thinking about that as I read this earlier, honey. I was thinking about uh when the recalling of when our life was good Mm -hmm. you know well my life was kind of a little when you know when you start using drugs at 13 I'm like okay I don't in the my lifestyle even then was that of abuse Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so now here I am and and I'm like all the good that I know I received when I came to Christ, when I gave my life to the Lord, mm-hmm. and I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. I don't I try not to reflect on um how my life used to be, to linger back there to with some shoulda woulda couldas, you know, or if I woulda did like this then it would have been like that. No, I'm just thankful today that, is that like it that is it's like it is and that God has given me a right mind now. I have some sanity restored to myself,
0: and, and 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 I can truly identify with what you're saying because when I first really got clean, uh, uh, insanity was still a too harsh of a word for me. And the NA book talks about that, and it works how and why. It says many of us felt that insanity was too harsh a word to describe our condition. Okay. Yes. Well, an insane man is always going to say what. I crazy. A liar is always going to say what? I didn't lie. A thief ain't always going to say. I didn't steal that. So that that's that's just the nature of the beast in our natural man before we come yes. to have a God of our own understanding or before we come to Jesus Christ. Or whoever you choose your God to be, mm-hmm. he's telling you to go contrary to the insanity that you're operating in. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And as a result, we find a way out. When we begin to get out of ourselves and allow something else to work a work in us. Yes. You know, the scripture tells us to work out our own salvation with fear. It's a work that we got to do for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I remember when I read the scripture, uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says, He said, the word says, God says, I beseech ye, therefore, brother, by the mercies of God. Yes. Now, now, now God was begging me, and, and when, he, when, he, when he began to beg me, I began to hear him. I said, no. He said, present your body a living sacrifice. I said, rotten as I am, how in the world can I present my body a living sacrifice? And then it said, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable Mm -hmm. service. And I'll never forget, apostle told me, he said, well, he just wants you to come just as you are, son. And he considers it holy if you just come to him. Because he's going to give you some holiness. He gonna give you some righteousness. He gonna justify you. He gonna do everything that needs to be done. But all he wants you to do is present it to him, Jesse. Because the word also tells, you, "Come as you are." Come as you are. Because when I first started going to church, I I got to get you know we talk about I got to get myself ready before I go to church. I, gotta I got right to get right first. I got to get the right clothes. I, I got to get right, get right. To I got yeah. to get the right. You can't get the right mind. You can't get none of that Not by yourself. Because the word tells you, you can't do nothing. In and of yourself. And myself, when I showed up, I was like, well, Paul said, oh, wretched man that I am. And that's what I was. Who shall deliver me? Oh, my God. (laughs) And I'm just so grateful to God for for giving me revelation, for giving us revelation where we can work this thing out, where we can walk it out. It's a walk that you have to do in and of yourself. And they tell you the same thing. This is is a WE program. Yes. But you got to get this for yourself.
1: You know, that there, there's a song that uh, you know we used to sing. Uh, we need to have a little talk with Jesus.
0: <laughs>
1: a- amen. I was right. I was uh, thinking about just then the scripture that you read in uh, in the Kingdom Recovery book, and what, I Isaiah? believe it's in Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it says, "Come now, let us reason together." together. Says let the Lord. says the Lord. Mm-hmm. Let's have a little talk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, let let's. We need to sometime. We need to stop and have a little talk with the Lord.
0: And this is what He'll say to us if we stop
1: okay. and have a little
0: talk with okay. We stop and sit at His feet. He say, Dana, though your sins be, sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Mm-hmm. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. That's when he, when I begin to present my body. And say, if you are willing and obedient. Uh-huh. The Narcotics Anonymous program say, if you are honest, open-minded, and, and willing. willing. Yes. So so it all ties in together, these two spiritual programs. And that's what has brought us this far, yes. thus far. And we thank God for that. He said, you will eat of the best from the land. But if you resist and rebel.
1: Well Which now. we
0: were doing all through our addiction. I was resisting and rebelling for the, from the way that my parents brought me up. I remember sitting at the NA table and guys be sharing and women be sharing. And, and I said, my mom and them told me that years ago. I was just catching on to it. Mm-hmm. I was coming back to it and the scripture says paint him up in the way that he can go. You know, I, I was bad. And when at he's my, old. And when he's old, he won't depart. That's and when right. I got clean, I was literally old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and by the grace of God, it started coming back to me because I sat around in a We Fellowship program and I could could identify with people and the things they were saying because it was stuff that I was thinking, but I didn't have the courage to say it. I've fallen and I can't get up.
1: Uh-huh. I didn't
0: have that kind of courage, but it was by the grace of God sending me to N.A. I had to go to N.A. first before I went to church But when I went to church, I wasn't doing number one thing. I was looking at the women because that was an addiction of mine. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But by the grace of God, and he said, he said, he said, you, but if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. That's the world. Mm-hmm. The sword of the world. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And I took that literally because when he when he found me in that hallway in the VA hospital, and if any of you veterans out there, men or women, ever been in the VA hospital, you know the lights go out at a certain time. And the hallway is pitch black. Okay. And I had a bright idea one night at 3 o'clock in the morning. I said, well, when I get out of treatment, this time I'm going to give me two or three old girls to take care of me, dress me up. And I just put them on my arm and everything will be good. And I got up to go to the restroom and had a heart attack in the hallway. Well, nobody in the hallway but me. And he said, suck, if you shoot that door again, you're going to die. And that's when I came to believe. I came to because I was scared of dying and I really didn't want to die. And God Mm -hmm. had brought me through so many severe medical issues. But this one took the cake and I came on in. The next was I, I read that already. And then in Romans 10 13, well we had to go all the way up to eight. Okay. And and that's step two, too. It says, But what saith it? The word is neither, even in thy mouth. That is the word of faith which, which we, we preach. Yes. I said, Wow. And that's where I was when I first came, because everything was so amazing to me that this could be written and it, it begin to tap in. Mm-hmm. When I realized it, and I think Apostle Ellis him, he said, Boy, that ain't nothing but the Holy Ghost and He he's teaching you now. And and you and you uh what do you say? Palatable in the mind or something. But mm-hmm. anyway, he said, that's why you understand it like that. But it kept coming and I kept understanding it. You know what I'm saying? That if thou if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart that God has raised Christ from the dead, you shall be saved. Well, I did it because that's what they were doing. And in the street, I was a uh a, <clears throat> a chameleon. I would mock anything that was that. And if it looked like I could get overdoing it, that's what I did. So when I got to church, well, that's what they said it was doing. So I don't know what I can get out of this behind this, but yeah, I believe that. You need to try to blend in. Yeah, and then I I, I was in a church, uh, uh Church of God Christ under uh God rest his soul, Pastor James E. Slappy, and he was allowing a Brother Rudy at the time to hold this meeting that I was going to. But we would go upstairs to the service. And they would speak in tongues and all of that. And I just looking at But I tried to mimic stuff in the street. I Whatever I saw you do, I tried to learn how to do it and do it better than you. And, and, and this is when my belief came real. I think it was about five or six months later after I had really accepted Christ. And, yeah. and I was trying to mimic a guy in church. That made me angry speaking in them tongues and doing all kinds of stuff that church folk do. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing in the mirror tonight and I tried to do it and I almost bit my tongue off. Let him alone, honey. He'll be all right. You know, but it's by the grace of God. When I did that, my belief got real because I knew it was God. I knew it was God. And, and, and I went back and I confessed that. And the Bible says that we're saved by the words of our commes- confessions. And I confessed that to him. I said, "Y'all, I really wasn't really believing, you know. And you was believing. You just didn't know how to believe, and you just didn't know that you was believing. And God made a show enough believer out of you. So there are so many ramifications. Let him alone, honey. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Come on. And uh, it was so. It was. It was hard for me at first. But the little nuggets that kept on hitting me according to the word and according to what I was hearing in Narcotics Anonymous. There are several guys in Narcotics Anonymous that really helped me. I remember one of my first sponsors, he, he gave me the book, Sermon on the Mount, when I got out of the VA hospital after having that heart attack. He said, just read this, man, because you really need some spirituality. I was, I was vulgar. I was a very vulgar, angry man. By the grace of God, it, I, I've been restored. I've been changed, and I know it's by the grace of me. And I said, and read, read that book, Sermon on the Mount in the apartment. I called Claude. I said, can you stop reading the book? And I was crying, kind of. And the next thing you know, Claude was at my apartment. He come and snatched the book off my head. He said, you just can't keep reading God like that. You just can't. But I never did get rid of that book. I keep reading. I read it. I read it. I read it. You know what I'm saying? Once you begin to understand, get an understanding of the God that you believe in, God will lift you up. He will pick you up and turn you around. He will plant your feet on solid ground. Amen. Amen. And and, and there's a passage of scripture, uh, uh uh honey, out of the twelve step. This is the twelve-step uh life recovery Bible that we do because it, it blends the programs, any kind of narcotics anonymous program. It blends that with the word so that you can get more spiritual revelation yes. out of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And this step two says, Pam read step two in another portion of the book, which was out of uh, what was that? Luke. Yes. Luke. The first hers was out of Luke. The one I'm going to read today is out of Luke also. It's the
1: same
0: one. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the one I'm going to read. The one I'm going to read is it it, it pertains to. Hope and faith. Yours was about oh, right. restoration. restoration yes. This one is about hope and faith. And it comes out of the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, 1 through 10. Mm-hmm. In your spare time, get it and read it, and it, it, it'll give you some great insight to step two. Amen? Uh, it says, uh, we, we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step two is often referred to as the hope step. And now not am not send that a meeting or whatever. We say that's a hope shot. Oh,
1: wow. And
0: that's what it is. A hope shot. It says, in coming to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity, we will remember what it was like to live sanely. And as I sat around the tables, as I sat around the meetings, as I went to church, I began to remember what it was. Like to live, sanity, mm-hmm. and I remember. I begin to remember what I walked away from. I even begin to remember the incident the situations and circumstances that led me to making the decisions that I made. It was hurt, pain, remorse, neglect, mm-hmm. all of those things. I I, I begin to remember that uh, sanity. We will remember what it was like to live sanely and have the faith to faith to hope that sanity can return and by the grace of God it's returning on a consistent basis. See, none of this even our Christian walk is not a done deal. The word of God says, "Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling," but it also says in another passage of scripture, "They that endure Till the end Mm -hmm. shall be saved. See, that being saved, you know, if you think you saved because you accepted Christ, you got to do some footwork. In the program of Narcotics Anonymous, you got to do some footwork. It says faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. See, I I, I got clean the first time in 1967. Okay. In that same VA hospital, mm-hmm. and I went in and out of treatment from sixty-seven to ninety. I mean, I if it wasn't eighteen treatment centers, and what makes it so bad? I I completed them all, only to go back to using.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you know, then it says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things. We cannot see. And see, I was trying to see something that you really got to work for. Yeah. And you can't see it with the natural eye.
1: Right. And you know what, honey? It's not that I want to be made clear that we can't work for salvation. No. Because Christ has already paid the price Come on, for what man. it takes to be saved, you know, but we do works and good works because we're saved.
0: Amen, amen, Not to
1: be saved because we can't do nothing. Uh, all, the work has already been done for salvation.
0: And, and see, know? that's what this is talking about. Honey. It says, how can we be confident that something we want is going to happen, especially if all our hopes have been dashed? And and and, and I, I put myself in that spot. If, how can you be if you didn't dashed all of your hopes. Which I did. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope he got some. I hope this worked. Wow. I hope that worked. I wasn't trusting in nothing. I wasn't believing in nothing. You understand what? I was believing in finite me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then it says, How can we risk believing that the life we hope for is waiting for us around the bend? Mm-hmm. Then it says, The Bible tells us that the key is in the nature of the higher power we look to. We are told that anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. As Hebrews 11 and 6. If we see God as one who is reaching out to help us, we will be more eager. To look for him. Now, Mm -hmm. I got so eager looking for God after a while. After going down in that basement with the Kingdom Recovery Group. Which was Alcoholics for Christ at the time. Mm -hmm. And listening to Apostle uh, exegete and eisegete them scriptures. Where I could get clarity. He didn't speak over my head with all of them big words. Because big words eluded me. I had forgot all about them. And you know, it took me several years to realize Actually, I had a great vocabulary. I graduated with honors. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I had pushed all that to the side. But when I started trusting in God, the God of the NA and the God of the the Bible, of the church, that's when everything began to flourish. Mm -hmm. It says, if our faith has not matured to that point yet, we can ask for help. And in Narcotics knowledge is one addict helping another. It was without parallel. Mm-hmm. You know, cause somebody know more than you. At that time, they've grown more than you. So you stop and you ask, man, how you do that, man? It was it's some guys in Narcose and not now that I used to ask on a consistent basis. Because I was a hell polling guy in church and out of church. You know, how you do that? How you stay clean like that, man? You don't never think about it. You don't know or oh, how you stop stealing like how you stop lying like that, man? I noticed you don't lie On no. He said, How you know I ain't lie? I just I know the truth from a lie. He said, Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I just stopped. And that's sometimes that's how simple it is. You, know, you make up your mind mm-hmm. according to the word of God, but you have to ask God. Lord help me. Help me. Stop mm-hmm. this line. Mm-hmm. One man came to Jesus asking him to help his young son, who was afflicted by a demon. He said to Jesus, have mercy on us and help us if you can. What do you mean if I can? That's what Jesus said. What do you mean if I can? Anything is possible if a person believes. Yes. The Father insane and instantly cried out, I do believe. But help me overcome my unbelief. And that's what I begin to ask God, day after day, meeting after me. Lord, they' lying. I I don't believe that, but they've been clean fifteen mm-hmm. years. They've been clean five years. I still don't believe it. He's doing something.
1: Mm-hmm. You you know, hey, it was um. I want to speak to the person or the people that may be struggling with some things that you're addicted to, mm-hmm. and you know that you need to uh, get over this. Amen. You know, For us today, many times it's gambling, you know, uh, that we need to get over, you know, lying. Uh, Some of us uh, deal with deep hurt and rejection. Some of us live in fear. Some of us uh, are bitter because of how our life has been and the fact that it didn't go the way we intended for it
0: to go. Amen, amen, amen. uh,
1: uh, It took me a while to, it took, I said. And many times Apostle shares this story, and I'm want to share with you all concerning myself. Mm. I sat in the corner five years when I got to uh, the 12 steps, you know, of uh, uh, kingdom recovery as they are now. And I just took notes. I mean, this, this is a, a walk. It's a journey. You know, it's a serious. process. It's a, it's a very serious one. You know, I, I want to say, you know, get in the process and stay in the process. Don't pop in and out. Get in it and stay in it. Let God help you. You know, uh, listen to what people are saying. Uh, uh, be willing to deal with your fears and your shame and the guilt and embarrassment. Let pride go.
0: Amen. You know, Amen. We, Amen. pride.
1: You will never make it. Make it and get anywhere dealing in pride and and acting as though you don't really need help. We all need help. You know. I found the twelve steps to work for everything, everything, every area of our life. And the that's twelve what they steps say. can work, not just for for alcohol and drugs. Let's please, please let me help somebody. That don't get it twisted, okay? These twelve steps work for everything that you got an issue with,
0: and they tell you that. Mm-hmm. They say uh, it's you here for this addiction that you got to drugs and 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 a lifestyle. They say, but if you apply them. To every other area of your life they do work. Yes, they and do. And just like when the man asked him to heal his son, but he asked him to he say, Help thou my unbelief. Yeah. yeah. This is it, this was the response. We can start by asking God to help us have more faith. Then we can ask him for the courage mm-hmm. to hope for a better future. Yes. And see that's that's what twelve uh, step programs about. A better future. And our future has grown humongously. Uh, I've grown to love one woman with all my heart. Maybe. I love my wife dearly. Now, I'm not the <laughs> I'm not the easiest person to get along with to let her tell it. But I actually think I'm a great guy. But, you know, she puts up with me. And she's not the easiest woman to get along with. But I love her. And no matter what, you know what I'm saying, we in it for the long haul. Yes. She can't go nowhere, and I can't go nowhere. She better not look like she want to go nowhere. Now, see right
1: there. Come on now. <laughs> right there. You know, I want to say to somebody. <laughs> I maybe it. you're with somebody or you're married to somebody that that's an alcoholic, that's uh. Uh, let me say abusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amen. Maybe not physically, but maybe they're abusive uh, verbally, right? And uh, right. mentally, uh, emotionally. You know, uh, I want to introduce you to God. Amen. He can help.
0: He'll lead you out. You
1: know, you you can't fix it. First of all, only God can. Amen. The thing that that some of us. Just really don't want to do, honey. We just don't want to hang on in there.
0: Yeah. But yeah.
1: I want to say to somebody that if you hang on in there, it'll get better. Hang on in there. Keep praying. Keep studying. Keep talking to the Lord. Keep letting Him lead and guide you. Keep asking Him to keep your mouth shut sometime. I'm talking to... Us, you know, women yes. sometimes we yes. like talk. Amen. We feel like that's our only defense if I can just say the right words. And you know, don't don't emasculate your husband. You know, don't tear him down. And then on the other hand, look for him to stand up and man up. While on the on the other flip side, you killing him with Amen. your mouth. Amen. So I want to say, you know, let God help you. I, and I want to say to the husband the same thing: let God help. Amen. Yes, because
0: cause a lot of times, I, I, I remember when Pam and I first got married, I was I was abusive, word-wise, you know. I wouldn't put my hand on her, but I, I had a bad habit of being abusive. And, and over the years, it takes time, it takes time, but that's all you got because God give you a day at a time to work on your issues. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have issues. Bible says all have sin and fall short of the glory of God. But we have to become willing and obedient to the word and to the programs that you go to to sustain your life. You have to become obedient and you have to begin to sacrifice the old man. You have to kill that old man yourself. God says in his word, I have given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. And when I heard that, I said, well. What do you mean everything? I was always asking the pastor, what do you mean? He means just that. That's what he means. Everything. Everything. He has given you the ability. He has restored you to sanity. He has given you a measure of faith that you can walk this thing out. Mm -hmm. He has given you joy. He has given you life unspeakable. And it's on you to take the first step you know i I recall footsteps in the in the sand and, and and footprints or however they said, but the God told me one day he said uh, one of my one of my uh uh counsellors it was uh Robert Echoes. he said man that that's God carrying you that ain't you ain't in that nowhere you being carried with your old wretched self. <laughs> then I had another counselor tell me way back in the sixties and I never forgot this he told me he said that I said yes sir he said ain't no place like this place by this place near this place so this must be the place. If you didn't use any kind of mind-altering or mood-altering chemicals or behaviors Yes. like me, you're in the right spot. And that was in a Narcotics Anonymous Treatment Center. Mm-hmm. And now I say that to people in the church. Ain't no place like this place, near this place. So this must be the place. Yes. If you in Christ, stay in him. And begin to talk with your sisters and brothers at church. Tell them what's going on with with yourself. That's what the Lord said. The Lord said, confess your faults one to another. Mm-hmm. Understand, what two or three would touch and agree on anything, he said to bring it to pass. And he also tell, I ain't no man that I should lie. I ain't going to lie to you. God ain't going to lie to you. No, man a lie, but God ain't going no, to lie to you. God,
1: won't. You know, I want to say to those of us that maybe used to attend the, uh, the, the meetings, mm-hmm. you know, come on back. You know, we're still there. We you we're still there loving, being honest, telling the truth, telling it like it is. We're not sugarcoating nothing. We're still there. Amen. And, hey yes, and I do. I really thank God for deliverance. Amen. I thank Amen. him for healing. Amen. You know what I mean? I've been healed in so many things that I have uh been through in active addiction. You know, that was those are some of the behaviors and attitudes and and emotional and mental issues that I had, I came out with. I I, I got clean from active addiction, from the drugs in Narcotics Anonymous, and then I turned to God to help me with my inward issues. You you understand what I'm saying? To to teach me how to be healed from deep hurt and and rejection and low self-esteem and low self-worth, you know, all those different things, you know, to help me be free from unforgiveness and bitterness for you know how I had been mistreated you know and then I had to go and I had to really literally ask some people to forgive me some people that I had mistreated you know when God had given me opportunity to and when it was you know it was feasible to do so now Mm -hmm. I don't say you know go step up to somebody you don't took their money and took their stuff and You know, and and you can't give it back, and you don't know what the outcome gonna be. But you know, you can still, yeah, you can still (laughs) ask God to forgive you, you know, and to help you, you know, to be a better person from this point on. And God commands
0: us to forgive. God literally tells us, "Say if you don't forgive, I ain't gonna forgive you." Yeah, you know, and and that was a hard one for me to take too, because. I forgive for what I wasn't hurt nobody I was I was just I, I wasn't you know every time yeah guys no but you got to get that up
1: and you know that's a part of yeah. uh, our. Being restored to our right mind, to sanity, so yes, coming yes. to you know, getting back, uh, 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 being restored to sanity is that we realize these things.
0: That's right. We that's
1: realize right. the degenerate, degenerate lifestyle that we have been mm-hmm. living. You know, and that's it's a freedom in that. Honey.
0: And that's what you the know? man was talking about when he says, "Help thou my unbelief." My unbelief. My unbelief. Yes. Because at first I didn't believe I could do what I'm doing today. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it at all. But I just kept asking, God, "Help me with it." Because yep. he is a good God. Yes, and, and, he. Is. And you know what? In our closing, I think it's time for us to close out. We got about nine minutes. We got nine minutes. Can they ask questions? I'm yes. Can
1: anybody got a question?
0: Yes. What they do? Can we out?
1: can we answer any questions uh, tonight? Yeah, got, got any questions on uh belief or coming to believe or being restored to sanity? Uh we don't profess to know everything, you know. But, but well, I would say that in 29, 30 years, we we ought to know a little bit of something. <laughs> Amen. And our aim is to help and assist while we share our experiences, our strengths, and our hopes and how God has brought us out and how he's constantly dealing with us and helping us, you know. And I'm so glad that it's, it's, at a, it's a day at a time.
0: Amen. Because amen, I, amen. I
1: don't know if I could have made it, uh, if God started dealing with all uh, my issues all at one time. I probably would have just went on no. this you know.
0: He had but, mercy on Yes, him. thank God. Thank him. God. Grace and mercy. Hey, cover and Big I time. receive
1: it. I tell yeah, you, yeah. I do.
0: You know, uh, uh, a lot of times we we uh, think more highly of ourselves than we
1: are. I I've been restored from drinking three weeks clean. Praise God! Hallelujah!
0: And the only thing I can tell you is keep coming.
1: Yes. Go
0: go find you a meeting, an alcoholic anonymous meeting. It will help you tremendously. If you're in a church home, stay there. But let somebody know. What you're going through, yes. Amen.
1: Or either come to the uh, Kingdom Recovery Twelve Step, biblically based meeting on Amen. Monday nights at twelve. Uh, I'm sorry, at seven p.m. on Monday nights. From
0: seven to nine, yes. at thirty-three, thirty-one, Fairfield and Finkel, the After Christ Christians. We'll be there waiting for you. There's another question there. It says oh. it's a Donna Keller.
1: How did you fight to stay free? Well, I just, uh, I keep looking to God and changing my my way of doing things to the way He wants me to do things. And that, that's a, a, a everyday process.
0: Amen. I Amen.
1: mean, and I'm saying we, it's a walk. You know, uh, uh, forgiveness is a walk. Amen. It's a lifestyle. Amen. Living Amen. for God and change, you know, fighting to stay free is a, it's called change. And so we, uh, it's, it becomes a lifestyle to stay
0: free. Amen. You know. Amen.
1: And we do whatever it takes. And God is always there to assist us, to help us. Amen.
0: If we just submit Mama, to him. Mama Pam,
1: for being so transparent. Thank you. God bless you. I love you. You I know I do. daughter
0: there, Dana.
1: Yes. Can you touch on how to be powerless?
0: That's Annie. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: Well, you, uh absolutely sure can uh, touch on how to be powerless. Don't get in the arena and try to box with the thing that you know going to bring you to your knees every time. You know, that's my way of seeing it. Mm-hmm. Why would I try to fight with something that I don't have a win with? And I know I don't from the beginning. And so I deal with myself to not
0: go there. And what, what she's literally talking about is like... Uh when I realized I was powerless over the dope that I really like using. That's powerlessness. That's how you powerless. And I began to stay in the program. And I said, I ain't going to use today. Because that's all God gives you is a day at a time. Mm-hmm. So I would make meetings. You do stuff to sustain you. And, and you know, just like you come to the uh, Kingdom Recovery meeting, don't stop coming. Because you will always get something out of that meeting. Because... We allow questions to be asked in and in, at the end of the program, through the through through the program, through the meeting. So it's just a blessing.
1: Mm-hmm. You de- being powerless, you don't try to handle things that you can't.
0: Amen. That Amen. you don't have no power Amen.
1: over. When you know you don't have no power over things, you don't fool with it. It's not logical. It, it's not logical to me. This is how I deal with it. It's not logical, Pam, to have control over something, some place, or some person that you don't have control over.
0: That's right. That's so right.
1: I fight to hold on to that. And it, it works for me. Amen. Any more questions?
0: We have to learn how to be still, folks. Yes. And let God do. Yes. Because he tells us we can do nothing in and of ourselves. And I always remember that now, although I still take off some time trying to be powerful. But when I really realized what powerlessness was about, I realized that I didn't have to try to be powerful. But that own understanding. Mm.
1: I know that if I get in the arena with crack cocaine, babe, if I think I can pull one toke, I don't care. If it's, I can leave, look, I can leave half. If I try. I'm, it, it's over. It's going to render me powerless. I, it's going to take me Amen. to my knees. Amen. So what do I do? I don't fight with it. I don't mess with it because I don't want to be rendered powerless Amen. in that way. And same thing with behaviors and attitudes. Amen.
0: Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank, we thank you, thank you for this time of dialogue. We thank you for this time of ministry, Lord God. Mm-hmm. Lord God, we hope and we pray That every word that was spoken out of our mouths was rich and edifying to our listeners, Lord God. Yes, Lord. Lord God, we thank and praise you for this day that you have made and blessed us with another opportunity to seek and to serve you on every hand, Lord God. Mm -hmm. Lord God, we thank you for the breath of life. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, give us to keep on keeping on, Lord God. Mm -hmm. Staying on that straight and narrow road, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, that brings peace, love, joy, and understanding to us, Lord God. So, Lord God, continue to bless us, Lord God, the Kingdom Recovery Meeting, Lord God. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray for all of the uh, anonymous programs, uh, Narcotics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, I pray for them because they are dear to me. They help me to get where I am today, Lord Lord. God. I pray for the After Christ Christian Center, our leaders, Apostle Rudolph and Senior Pastor Lois Ellis, and all of the ministerial staff and all of the members, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I ask right now, Lord God, you put us on the corner of Fairfield and Mm Finkel, 3331, Lord God, to be a beacon light, Lord God. Continue to anoint us, Lord God, to do what Thank you have Lord. called us to do, Lord yes. God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. And if you desire, you can cash out. Say what it is, Uh-huh.
1: That. Cash out, uh uh to a dollar sign after Christ.
0: Please support this
1: ministry. We're we're asking you that if you get anything out of these meetings, anything out of what we're teaching, uh, support this this ministry again by way of cash out, dollar sign after Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, You know, we're still looking for our doors to be open when we can get back to the house of God so we're, we're asking that you would just help us with that you know And we're used to um, giving a donation or supporting on Monday, the, uh, night on Monday yes. nights yes. at yes. the meetings we support mm-hmm. with our finances Amen. so Amen. we're asking you to just support with us um, that we can continue on to do what we're doing
0: what was that Amen? Can- it's, it's dollar
1: sign after Christ one word after Christ dollar sign after Christ
0: and, and we're, not, we're not scared to open up, church, but we're using wisdom. Yes, we are. We're using wisdom. We're following instructions. We're following directions, as they say in Narcotics Anonymous. We're following directions, which are wise directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep your space. Keep your distance. Stay at home. You don't have to go out. Uh, this is a good time to get with the Lord. This is a good time to get with your spouse or your loved ones at home. Or with yourself. Or, yes. But most of all, get with God. And he will see you through. He will deliver you out of it all. Yes, amen, and amen, amen and God amen. God bless you. We'll see you next we'll Monday. You next God week. bless.
1: Hey, hey, Pastor? hey
0: Pastor, Clark.
1: Pastor Clark. Amen. Roseanne
0: Marshall, God bless y'all. Thanks amen. for showing up.
1: All right. Bye-bye.